Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead at next year's future first-round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, Take Tuesday highlighted by silver linings in the Imani Bates saga. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And also with you. <laughs> Matt. Well, oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry. It is May 4th, 2021. I'm your host, <clears throat> Will Hunter, joined by my about to be stumped in movie trivia co host, Matt Sheehan. Ah, crap. Okay, let's do it. Yep. Showtime. Get, there are, do you know how many Star Wars movies there are in the Skywalker <sighs> saga? Not the, actually, you can. Oh, God. Yeah, just, just the Skywalker saga. Three. Nailed it. Yes, let's go. Okay, all right. There are nine movies in the Skywalker saga. Oh, great. Okay, that's a good start. Here we go. Can you give me, and now, so there are uh, um, Star Wars stories as well, which I'm not going to give you the names of them. So there are additional movies that are outside of the timeline, just sort of in the universe, if you will. Sure. Can you give me the sub name, subtitle name? Mm Mm-hmm. Like not Star Wars one, Star Wars two, right, 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 right. Yeah. Episode one. Can you give me the sub name of three Star Wars movies? God, three's gonna be pushing. I was afraid you're gonna say three. Um, Return of the Jedi. I feel confident about that. One. Okay. This I don't feel confident about, but it's the best I have. Re- Revenge of the Sith. Is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> How did you I can't get tell Revenge, if you're messing with me. Revenge I, of the Sith? You got I two. I couldn't tell you why. Yeah. Um, do you know why? It's because like we had like I think like a little kid like plate and cup set back in the day, and I think it was for that movie. Okay. Even I never saw the movie. Uh, we just so, still had that in the household. Um, you got oh, Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith. Oh my God! I I can't do it. I don't. Um, the, Come on, the, one more, Matt. The The Return of Skywalker. Uh, that's no, a bad guess. No. That's a bad guess. Yeah. No. Um. I. I got nothing. Like the okay. the wheels are spinning, but the hamster's dead right now inside okay. my head. I'm sorry. Phantom Menace, maybe. Was never gonna get that. Attack Wasn't... of the Clones. Nah. Okay. Could have got that one. A New Hope. Absolutely that's not. Star. That's Star Wars. A New Hope is the original Star Wars. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Sure. I thought I thought you might get that one. Sure. Then you got Return, should have. Yeah. You got Revenge of the Sith was is third. Re, uh, Return of the Jedi is six. Okay. Force Awakens, Matt. Ah, uh, okay. That one sounds familiar, at least. Yeah. That was that was one of the recent ones. The Last Jedi, Matt. The Last Jedi. That's that's a strong that's kind of. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. I, I feel like you were. I feel like you were heading down that path with, would you say, Return or Revenge of the Jedi? Yeah, I kind of just mashed a few together and prayed to God that I got the right combination of words for a Star Wars movie. But alas, it did not pan out for, or, for your boy over here. I think you said Revenge of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is the last one. 
Oh, you got close. You were I wasn't close. that bad. Okay, you no, know, you were I pat myself I'm in the back yeah, here. I think you said yeah. Revenge of Skywalker, the Rise of Skywalker. Or the Return of Skywalker. I, whatever Return I said, I was wrong, but you were I was close. close. You were close. You know, okay, just throw right. in... Throw, sure. in, throw in a verb, yeah, and Skywalker, and you're gonna have a shot. I and I did. All right, you know, I'm walking out of here head held high. Happy May the Fourth, everyone. May the Fourth be with you. you. What a start to the day for May the Fourth. I'm proud of my guy. Right uh, on today's yeah. show, we are going to be doing Take Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Amani Bait, some football stuff, and then Matt's got a bunch of other takes as well. Sure do. Try to find some silver linings here to start off the show. That's the plan. For today's show, reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast. Network your team every single day. Whoop. Oh, I needed I a sip of water. Okay, got it. All right. Thank yeah. God. I thought I already I'm screwed up the podcast <laughs> less than five minutes in. I was like, oh, there's a new record for me. Great. No. No matter how much you screw up, you can never screw up because when you're bad... You're mm-hmm. good. It's magic. I guess. All right. There we go. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. That's, yeah, yeah. There we go. Self-esteem's just getting higher and higher as the minutes go on. There's a, there's a silver lining for everything, <laughs> Matt, including Amani yep. Bates not sure playing well. at Michigan State. Absolutely. Which is Absolutely. just a wonderful transition. The first take for our Take Tuesday segment, and this will finish up segment one. This will be all we talk about segment one, and it'll probably bleed into segment two as well. The first take, Matt. Yeah, hit there, it. There are some positives to Amani Bates not ending up at Michigan State. Well, over like overall, mm-hmm. it's a net negative. Sure. There are some positives. That's the take. Hmm. Some? Well, how about twelve? Because I got twelve written down in front of me. <laughs> uh, you had eleven. I, I added one in the midst of recording so far. I, I've got a dozen silver linings here with the Amani Bates saga and him not coming to Michigan State. Uh, would you like me to just spew off all 12, or do you have some at the top of your head, Will, that you would like to add? Okay, I only have a couple. Please. So let me go, mm-hmm. and then you can, t- you can just take us home. You can do the last 25 minutes of the show. Sure. Oh, God. Okay. I don't know if I could do that, but okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, and again, these aren't like, I don't know, huge positives or anything, but it's like a silver lining. Sure. That's that's the way we're framing it. So first one, Michigan State has two open scholarship spots. We had talked before about, do you fill one in the portal? Wait for bait. Do you fill two in the portal? What do you do? And that for one scholarship spot could have created kind of a limbo situation where you honestly... They could have ended up in the same situation they were this year where they're having to give a scholarship to a walk-on, which half the walk-ons are on the football team, so they don't need scholarships. (laughs) Um, And the other ones have uh, very rich parents that don't really necessarily need a scholarship. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the other one's one's last name is Izzo, Um, although the kid from Orchard Lake, you know, know, maybe throw a scholarship his way. Um, But, no, seriously. Oh, sure, that's right, yeah. Yeah, actually a really good walk-on. But now that... It's settled. There's closure there, right? And they know, hey, he's not coming here. We've got two spots. There are good players in the portal, good college-proven players in the portal that can help this team. Absolutely. Are they going to be as talented as Imani Bates? No, they're not. None of them are. None of them are going to go first overall in the NBA draft at any point in their life, and that's okay. 
because you don't have to be that to be a really impactful and good college basketball player. And Michigan State has two spots and a lot of options in the portal. And now they know they're 100% locked in on the portal. And it's just go pick the two guys you want. What do you need to finish out your roster? Add them and let's go. Okay, I like that. That's a good, strong start. So that's um, one silver lining. Yeah. The, just the, one, the closure so surrounding the scholarship spots. What do you do with them? Now Now they know exactly what they're doing with those spots. Second one. I was going to say, I think everyone listening is already starting to feel a lot better about things here, Will. I mean, and we got, we got at least 12 more coming at them, so this is great. Everyone's going to say that this is a, a net positive by the end of this segment here. <laughs> uh, the second one is when you have someone on your team with Amani Bates' level of fame, Mm -hmm. there's always the risk of, I guess distractions would just be like a broad catch-all term, but just not, you know, it's not normal for a college basketball team to have a player more famous than the coach, right? Ooh, that's a good point, yeah. So, and and that kind of can matter because there's hierarchies and, at Michigan State, experience kind of wins out a lot. And how long have you been around? What have you done for the program? Not what have you done before the program? And not that it, I'm saying it wouldn't have worked out. And not that I'm saying it's not a, a trade you make every single time. Because for that level of talent, yeah, you deal with some distractions. You deal with some risk in terms of like, hey, how's this mega superstar who's famous on the internet, social media, how is he going to ingratiate into our program? You know, you take that risk every single time, but at least now, like the risk is now zero. The upside's gone too. But when you lose that upside of having that level of prospect, you also lose the risk of the downside. And there was some downside there. I mean, there's downside for any uh, prospect. And again, I would take a Monty Bates 100 times out of 100 don't care about distractions. I trust Tom Izzo to figure it out. Coach K made it work with Zion at Duke, but you know he got really famous while at Duke. He wasn't f- as famous going into Duke. He was known, but he wasn't like the level he was three weeks into the college basketball season. You know, you can make it work for sure, but that is a situation that can not always work out the best. And now it's not something they have to deal with. They don't have to deal with uh, I don't know, slam hoops, having someone on the sidelines at every game, someone at overtime, someone at, you know, all these different companies that churn out highlight clips of young basketball players uh, that do really well in terms of reach and traction on social media. Like they would be all over Amani Bates' every move. And now you just don't have to worry about placating that section of following for your team, which, you know, it could make things a little bit easier for everyone else down the line, you know, it's, it's sort of like a, you're ridding yourself of a distraction, a potential distraction. I don't want to say he would have been a distraction, but you're ridding yourself of something that could have been a distraction just by the nature of how famous he is, how well-known he is, especially with younger groups, especially in online circles, highlight videos, all that stuff that would have been of steady presence at Michigan State basketball had Amani Bates ended up there. Now you just you don't have to worry about it. So that's a small little silver lining of losing the upside of having a player that could. All right, Matt, you've got a million silver linings. Yeah, yeah, I got twelve coming for you next second. Okay, here, bud. that's right. <laughs> Neither one of those were on yours. No, 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 absolutely not. Nope. 
So yours are going to be ridiculous. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. Okay. We'll do that here in a second. First, a word from 1010. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I'll work on that one. That wasn't a good one. De, beer, de beers. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs, and they're at fair price points. We are moving up in the world, Matt. Moving uh, up. I know. Diamonds. Yeah, they, they sent the samples. I'm wearing 1010 <laughs> diamonds right now. It's great. <laughs> 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. It's ideal for an engagement. Mother's Day, coming up fast, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're They're the perfect way to bring light and her life they're available now through mother's day only on bluenile.com just search the words 10 by 10 this collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and is fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring that she's going to treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out they won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Okay, Matt, we Uh-oh. are back. My phone is vibrating. It's text messages from you. Three of them. Bang, bang, yep. bang. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Okay. Show notes on the side uh, for the I, peek behind the curtain. I agree. Here. Yeah, I okay. agree with everything Good. you just sent me. Perfect. We're gonna All right. pick- stay between us. All right. Excellent. All right. Um, We're going to pick it go? up though. Yeah, just go. Just give <laughs> us your say. silver, whatever. Give us your silver linings. And then I've got some other takes. You've got some other takes that are unrelated to this that we can get to later. Totally. Yeah. And look, if you can look at me straight in the face and say that you don't think that losing to Monty Bates is a net positive, then I don't know what to tell you after the 12 <laughs> that I have coming up right now. Um, Number one is just, it, it's just over. Like we could all move on with our lives. We don't have to mm-hmm. play the limbo of oh, what percent shot do you think he has to come in here? Like, will he come here? Do you think he smooth everything over with Jaden Akins? Like, who cares? It doesn't yep. concern us whatsoever. He's not a Spartan. He will not be a Spartan. And so we don't got to worry about it as MSU fans. Um, all right. So uh, number two is that the two million dollar donation that Matt Ishbia earmarked for, quote, the discretion of the basketball program. Uh, that certainly won't be investigated. Uh, we don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that being bundled up in a bag and sent to the Bates home address over in Ypsilanti, um, which is, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it if they did that. But, you know, now you don't got to go through all the junk of the FBI investigations and wiretaps and all that fun for the generous $2 million donation that friend of the program, Matt Ishbia, uh, made yes. to Michigan State. Great friend of the program. And uh, we also will, we, this is kind of some you alluded to last segment. We no longer have to defend every minor hiccup or oddity that comes out of the Bates camp. Like, mm. for example, like, I don't know, maybe like an off weekend at AU tournament like you just had recently, or uh, the whole Jaden Akins thing. Like, we don't have to do mental gymnastics and jump through a bunch of hoops and spin it into like a good, positive thing and just lie to ourselves and saying that, oh, <laughs> everything's great going on. This is the best. Uh, we don't have to do that anymore. because Izzo can handle a, it. Izzo can take annoying. care of it. Dude, okay, I was going to say this at the end of last segment. You remember a few years ago he had that team that's like, th- this team like made me five years younger or like whatever. 
he would have gotten 10 years older just in this one season <laughs> uh, with all like the media hoopla and, uh, you, you know, you get what I'm saying. So, uh, yes. Number four, uh, there's no debating if his body will be Division One college basketball ready. Once again, uh-huh. who cares? He won't be here. So while he's like six foot ten and a buck twenty, uh, we don't have to worry if he's going to be physical enough to play Big Ten Division One basketball because he ain't. So uh, on top of that, we also don't have to deal with like the drama and the discourse that happens or that will happen after Izzo only plays him thirty minutes in a January game at Northwestern. You know, I could just <laughs> see it. Like he he gets benched for not uh, hustling while up twenty five points against a sorry uh, Wildcat team. You know, like we, we don't have to mess with all that. Like it was annoying enough what <laughs> happened to like Nick Ward a few years ago. Are you? Yeah. It happens to Amani Bates. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's leaving. It's I, over. Mm, 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 mm. He's he's gone. I'm mentally gone. Uh, like that, that it'd just be exhausting to have on Twitter. Like you think that him beefing with Gabe Brown at halftime of the UCLA game was was a, a big fuss, a big to do? Like <laughs> please. Um, also, this is for uh, my fellow autograph people. I've never actually personally done this, but I know a lot of people do. Uh, Midnight Madness autograph lines won't be 15 hours long. You could probably have a very reasonable wait uh, as you approach the team at the tables to get uh, your gear signed, whatever. So shout out to uh, my fellow nerdy autograph hawks out there. Um, also, big one. this was a conversation that uh, I'm glad we don't have to have. Uh, let's say they didn't win the whole thing, right, Will? How... Bad mm-hmm. and unrelenting would that endless Tom Izzo slander have been Ugh. if Izzo didn't Ugh. win the whole thing? Like we, the, the the common refrain with Kevin Durant's college career is that Rick Barnes couldn't take Kevin Durant to the Sweet mm-hmm. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. That has to be horrible for like Longhorn fans to hear over and over and over yeah. and over again. Imagine if MSU didn't win the whole thing, or worse yet, like. Flunked down in the first weekend or second weekend, like with Amani mm-hmm. F and Bates. Come on, that would be annoying. So now, now we could just lose in peace. It's great. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> if this isn't a net win, I, I don't know what to tell you. But I got five more for you, Will. Um, five more. Okay. I, I gotta say, this wasn't even as bad as the Jabari Parker, Josh Jackson recruiting thing. I gotta say, like, because I to the bitter end, I thought that they were gonna land one of them, like until what maybe a few hours before their recruitment uh, commitment ceremony. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, yeah, he committed, but not too long after, I was like, I don't, I don't know how serious that was. <laughs> that seemed more of like a promo video for uh, Bates High School or uh, Bates Prep. That, regardless, um, I also don't. None of us actually have to do this. We don't have to debate or argue about what position he would play last year. Because uh, what a headache that would have been. You get a guy that can play positions one through five. I mean, <laughs> wow, what a what a horrible thing that would have been. Um, I also don't have to neglect my family to watch some random AAU circus game this year, uh, like over the summer. Like, that'll be nice. Uh, tickets will be way cheaper on StubHub uh, than they would have been if Hibani was on the team. They'd be, like, probably $4 trillion uh, mm-hmm. if he played in these games. And now they'll just be a reasonable, like, $250 for lower bowl tickets, you see, like they normally are. And uh, last but not least, I think this is the most important one. Um I won't have to have my mood for the winter directly reliant on a 17-year-old kid. Uh, that, because he turns 18, I think, late January. That wouldn't have sat too right with me, I think. And kind of parlaying off of that, too, like, we also don't have to rip apart a 17-year-old kid. Let's say if he has, like, a 12-point game on, uh, 
four of 17 shooting against Purdue uh, in yes. West Lafayette. You know, like, we went out to do that. So that's, that's good. I don't have to worry about a, a minor uh, deciding how I'm feeling for, for the rest of the week, for example, Will. So all in all, I got to say, good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing he's not going here. How did I do it? Did I, did I even convince you 5% that, that it's good or no? I notice every single one of those things, almost every mm-hmm. single one of those things, yeah. um, directly impacted you. Not the program or the team. 99% oh, of, course, right. of that is all you, you incredibly selfish person. Uh, you yeah. nailed it, though, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna say like I, you know, I, I'm also I'm not the only like clinically insane fan. I know this resonates with a lot of people, but no, as far as everyone else in the team, like, hmm, yeah, I'm sure that would have been a little bit of headache, a headache. So yeah. sure, cheaper tickets. Jaden Akins doesn't have to have like an awkward reunion with him. Yeah, first day of camp, like, hey, how have you been ever since your we dad cool? kicked me off the team? <laughs> hey, do they play with two balls in college basketball or oh, one just like high school? The same one that we mm-hmm. argued over. Uh, okay, great. So, yeah. hey, remember remember when your dad made me move to Kansas in the middle of the <laughs> basketball season? Oh boy, the sprawling was, coastlines of Wichita, Kansas, or wherever Sunrise Prep is. Um, that was that was cool, man. I'm glad we're yeah. playing basketball together. Finger guns. Great, great to oh. see you again. Yeah, who's that in the stands? Oh, good, your dad made it to practice oh, again. Awesome. There he is. There's your dad. Hey, remember? Yeah, me. I'm the kid you sent to Kansas. Yeah, Kansas, halfway oh, across the country. Man. I'm 17. I was 17 in middle of high school year. Yeah. Important time in my life. You sent me to Kansas. Yep. Told me to go to Kansas because right your because right. your son wanted to shoot all the balls. Yeah, he wasn't happy with twenty five shots a game. He needed thirty five. So here we are. Here we are. Oh we boy. Are. Well, all right, you know we're what? gonna we're that gonna pick healthy. back. That was healthy. I, I felt good about that. All right. Good. I'm glad yeah. we're gonna pick back up with uh, more Take Tuesday. Just a second. First word from RockAuto.com. Sorry, I was just taking a huge pull of water right there when he said that. Dot com. Okay. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I forgot to ask what else they have, Matt. Gas pedals. Best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Uh, well, you would if you were just the world's biggest clown. Here. Here. I don't know how you're still caught off guard by that. But you're not a clown. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com today's show is also brought to you by bet online dot ag come on and bet money bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action all summer long at bet online and of course we've got Horse racing, we've got two legs of the Triple Crown coming up. We've got a bunch of golf majors on the horizon, NBA, NHL, heading to the playoffs. So many things to bet on. And you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, mixed martial arts, the horses, golf, all of it at betonline.he. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. 
Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Matt, you've got one last take. I've got one last take for Take Tuesday. Why don't we start with yours? Go ahead and fire off that sucker. Yeah, trying to keep the uh, glass half full here, Will, if not all the way full. Uh, Silver linings with uh, the streak being snapped, uh, 80 years, RIP. The one silver lining is that uh, us as a state fan – I don't have to watch or even like pay 10% attention to day three of the NFL draft. Yeah. We, we, can, we can stop doing that, which is awesome. Don't get, hey, NFL's cool. It's, it's a lot of fun. The draft was a blast this year for day one, parts of day two. Day three, I don't feel the need to like linger around a television, especially now that mm-hmm. we don't have the, the drama of the streak hanging around here, Will. So I guess the, it's a twofold take. Um, Am I right? Is that a good silver lining? Or two, are there even more silver linings than that? Probably not, but... I hadn't thought of that. I'm 100% with you. I sat on my couch. Well, I I did yard work and then sat on the couch and then went back outside. Like, I wasted so much time rounds five, six, and seven Mm -hmm. sitting there, like, watching no-name so-and-sos come up that I just didn't care about. No. Just to see if it would say Michigan State. And I will never feel obligated. That was the thing. I felt obligated to do that. Mm -hmm. I will never feel obligated to do that ever again. No, you got to sit there. You got to watch like the 85th rendition of the Tom Brady one in the sixth round. And then like, you know, oh, here's the best picks from round seven. And it's like three decent guys. And it's like, great, awesome. These guys won't last two minutes in the league. Like so. So that's nice, I'm, I gotta say. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. There we go. Mine my my last take to to close out the show is also it's related to the NFL draft. Okay. Has to do with next year's class, Matt. Sure. Um, I, if only there was a nice newsletter to read about that on. Oh, hmm. oh. Hmm. Spark, is there? Sp- oh, uh, you know what? I gotta start billing again. Crap. I I paused billing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> shoot. Uh, hold on. I, I'm yeah. I'm pulling that up right now. Um, yeah, SpartansWill.substack.com. There it is. Uh, I wrote about it. Unpaused. Okay, thank you. Uh, I wrote about just some names to keep in mind for for MSU as it relates to the 2022 NFL draft. So I may have a lot of people disagreeing with me, but I I think yeah I think I'm gonna go with with this guy. Kenneth Walker, mm, your guy. There we go. Is the Michigan State player most likely to get drafted in the 2022 NFL draft? With the caveat that he would have to leave early, but I think we're at a point where like good running backs are gonna leave early to try to get to the league with as few carries on their legs as possible. If it's not Kenneth Walker, because he's technically a super sophomore. Mm-hmm. Right, even though he's played two years, like he'll have, he has three more years of eligibility, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, super sophomore. Um, 
Kevin Jarvis would be yes. my second pick. That's my guy. That's Kev- my guy Kevin right there. Jarvis. Let's go. So yep. those are my two. We'll just say Walker and Jarvis are the two most likely players on next year's team to get taken in next year's NFL draft. Can't argue with that one. I, I And this is just because I'm such a homer for him and has been ever since he committed to Michigan State back in the day. Uh, Kevin Jarvis is my number one guy right there. Um, if I take off my bias Kevin Jarvis tinted sunglasses on right now, yeah, it probably is going to be Walker, right? I mean, Arcuri is definitely well, intriguing. They have a lot of fringe guys. But, yeah, but he might be too fringe as well. Yeah, he's right yeah. there on the cusp. Jarvis, and the cusp has not treated MSU well recently. So. No. Um, Jarvis definitely has the size, the measurables of uh, mm-hmm. an NFL tackle, and he, he got a lot better. He was pretty solid by the time the year ended. MSU's offense, anytime they throw deep, they don't it's not like a deep set drop back and a shot like they will but they'll throw play action in and that makes their offensive linemen's pass sets a little bit different gotcha than a typical like all right we're doing a seven step drop and we're throwing it deep like you got to get vertical or backwards vertical on your drop there's just like a lot of um their sort of pass set technique work isn't exactly what he would be using at the next level and so I'll be paying attention to it this year when I'm watching our curious, like what do his 45 degree drops look like? Have they gotten quicker? And that's when your first step is with your outside foot at a 45 degree angle backwards, right? So you get wide and you get depth. Um, they do a lot of jump sets right now, which is where you kind of just get on your, you guy you're blocking right away. I'm going to be curious to see if they do more, 45 degrees if they do any sort of vertical drops for their pass sets which are you just get depth right away i i don't think we'll see much of that but that's sort of the stuff that i like to look for when i'm watching tackles is like are they smooth and comfortable getting out and getting deep on their pass sets can they stay in an athletic position and can they keep their balance and maintain a really strong like punch right can you hit someone Mm -hmm. and not be all clumsy he's gotten better at it Certainly has gotten better at it, uh, and he rarely has like a major bust. So I think he's just our curious a really solid tackle. Got a lot better last year, and if he continues to improve at that rate, like he's certainly going to be someone that I think would get drafted just because he's massive, has long arms, and appears like he's going to be able to like move well for a tackle, um, like throughout his career. Like he's he's gotten better. His feet are fine, right? So. I think he's definitely on the fringe right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if the way, like, if he plays himself into NFL draft, like, lock status by next year. Yeah, no, I, that's very difficult to argue. As most things are that you say, Will, and uh, no, right in your newsletter. Oh, co- oh, come on, come on. Spartanswill.substack.com if you want to hear more about that. Um, are you out of takes? We, we could have time for one more, but we I can also finish on the show. Actually, you know, I do have one more. It has nothing to do with Michigan State, but uh, sure. Darren, not Darren Rovell, I'm sorry. Mel Kuyper uh, recently said that he, when he gets pizza, and we talked about Mel Kuyper earlier today. This is why I thought about this. Yes. Um, that he, when he gets pizza, takes the cheese off the pizza and replaces it with mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And if you know the kombucha girl uh, gif, that is verbatim the facial expressions <laughs> I went through when I heard that. I was like, that's disgusting. Hold on, I, I wouldn't be. A, that's not how I would eat pizza all the time, no doubt. But I, 
I I would be lying to you if I said that doesn't sound at least mildly interesting. I would I would give that a shot. I think mash you know meet the potatoes with with nice zesty uh, tomato sauce. Maybe you throw the the pepperonis back on too. I I might I might just go ahead and do that one day. It's horrifying. Okay, so bad take. All right, Hor- absolutely uh, horrifying. It, it doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. It doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. I've heard worse. <sighs> Maybe I just love pizza that much, where I just I could just yeah, maybe anyway. That's yeah. That that's probably it. That's probably more maybe, of it. Yeah. Maybe get all the sports news you need in under twenty minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We'll be back tomorrow Whoop. with. Uh, Matt actually just threw a topic at me. It's kind of related to uh, what we just talked about with the draft prospects, but it's about buying stock mm-hmm. in guys on Michigan State's team. Who are you buying low on rate now? So we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Matt? Uh, $2.9 trillion if you get this right, Will. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. What MSU senior received the 2019 Google Cloud Academic Third Team All-America Baseball Team recognition? Uh, Bill Gates. Uh, Dan, okay, bear with me here. Chmielewski. Chmielewski. C-H-M-I-E-L-E-W-S-K-I. I, I, Dan, if you're Way a listener to go, Dan. of the pod, two parts. I, I apologize. First off, second off, come join the pod. Congrats on uh, being a very smart person and playing baseball at Michigan State. All right, guys. Go green.